from Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. And we welcome back to the show a great friend, Congressman Kevin Brady, Republican of Texas. He's the ranking member of the House Ways and Means Committee. He was the chair of that committee for a bunch of years and helped get the uh, Trump tax cuts through Congress back in 2017. Kevin, thank you for your time here on a Saturday morning. We appreciate it, hey, as always. Good, good morning, Larry. I'm actually at the uh, Texas Republican Convention here in Houston. We're wrapping up our final day. Huge, huge crowd, as you'd imagine, and uh, in a state where we're just getting crushed by the border crisis mm. uh, in, in a big way. And, of course, families. Let's talk to two young moms, uh, young moms who are, you know, can't find baby formula. Uh, they are spending more money than ever imagined just to live. So it is just like the rest of America. There is a such they're so punished by this Biden economy. It's it's remarkable. You know, I call it it's a high anxiety. It's causing stress in yeah. people everywhere. Biden talks, you know, he gives this interview to the Associated Press and he talks about how mental health problems are rising. Well, yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Anxiety yeah. and stress will do that to you. Yeah, no doubt. And I think, too, he's just seen, I saw that interview, and it just feels like he's in denial again about mm-hmm. uh, a looming recession, what brought it on, uh, how punishing it's going to be. It just He just feels, to me, disconnected from the lives of average Americans. You know, these one-pagers or two-pagers you all are sending out, from Ways and Means are just terrific. I want to just Thank compliment you. you. They're so helpful. And Thank you. We got a great team, and we have a great team. Thank you. I'll, I'll let them know that. I mean, I think they're really good. I use them. I download them. I carry them with me. I use them on the TV show. It's terrific stuff. Uh, Kevin, I think we are on the front end of recession. I, I think the data are yeah. showing that uh, the Atlanta, GDP, Atlanta Fed GDP tracker now is down to zero for Q2. We lost. Uh, we were negative one and a half percent in Q1. I don't know what the president's talking about or thinking about. Uh, he is in denial, still, Kevin Brady, about large, high government spending causing inflation. And he's yeah. saying, and this is, a, he's saying inflation in the U.S. is um, lower than it is around the rest of the world. There's like. Every study shows it's not true. We are our core inflation rate is running twice as high as the OECD, twice as high as the European Union countries. What is he talking about? What world is he living in? I I don't know. I see him saying that Democrats and ways and means just parrot, you know, that that claim. But but it's patently false. And every study shows we're at least three points high in inflation in Europe, for example. It is another claim debunked repeatedly, but he still makes it. He still makes it, I know. Nobody else does, but he does. His his approval rating on the economy and inflation is around 25%, Kevin. 25%. Yeah, and for good reasons. Yeah. No, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry, Larry. No, I'm just saying people are not as dumb as he thinks they are. I mean, people know. And people seek information, and you know that's why his polling numbers are so bad. It is, and it's real life problems. I, I, I love that phrase, the high anxiety, because mm. right now, as looking at that survey last week, seven out of ten Americans don't believe their paychecks 
will outpace inflation for the next five years. Mm. I mean, think about it. Seven out of ten think this will be their paychecks will be shrinking for another five years. And then I saw the same time the numbers about people who think they can afford to buy a home is just plummeted. There's just middle class first time homeowners are just they just don't have any hope right now. I don't know why he thinks more spending, more taxes, uh, you know, no effort to reconnect people to their jobs. But he's still pursuing that build back better in the Senate. You know, I don't know why he thinks doubling down on what got us into this mess is going to get us, get us out of it. Uh, on that point, uh, let me ask you about this. Uh, I have some information. Nobody knows. Is this Joe Manchin negotiating with Chuck Schumer? Now, Joe Manchin did the Lord's work, it seems no to doubt. me, in no saving doubt. America and killing the bill. But... Nobody exactly knows what he's cooking up with Schumer. Let me, some numbers here, Kevin. Uh, This is from Wall Street guys with Washington offices who have access to, you know, Hill staffers and whatnot. Anyway, the deal they're looking at, uh, 1.6 trillion tax hike, minimum corporate taxes, international taxes, surtaxes on wealthy people, higher taxes on investments, capital gains, and so forth. $1.6 trillion and all to spend roughly $900 billion, which is $500 billion tax credits for renewables, which we don't need, enhanced yep. Obamacare subsidies, and larger Medicaid covered. So more entitlements, more Green New Deal, $900 billion to be paid for by $1.6 trillion in higher taxes. Now, I don't know what you know about these negotiations, but this, I mean, this would make matters substantially worse. And uh, the, tax, the tax hikes would be devastating. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt. All of that, you know, to me, we have countries, like four, now five countries uh, in the world, lowering their business taxes to mm-hmm. fight inflation. And to become more competitive. And here we have a president insisting on higher taxes that we know is going to drive more inflation. It's an economic surrender to the rest of the world, including China, at a time we need to be upping our game. game and that spending is absolutely uh, frivolous. So I worry that, um, uh, that they come together on a, quote, slimmed down version, but it's not slimmed down. Those are more tax hikes on Main Street businesses, on investors, on on families, then we cut taxes in 2017. So you're going to reverse, you know, all those gains for paychecks, for the economy, for manufacturing, for jobs here in America with that bill. So we are, Larry, we are still on high alert um, in the House fighting uh, and pushing back against that. And, and I'm not going to take it really sleep well. So we know that thing is is properly dead. Is there a uh, is there a Democratic uh, bill in the House that would go along with this? No, I think they're thinking that the Senate would use a reconciliation bill that we that, that the Democrats sent to them and uh, send that back to the House once they cut a deal. Um, and I think they're pushing to try to get this uh, an agreement over the next few weeks so that they can try to get this done before we leave in August. 
So that's their hope. And uh, although we do hear mixed messages about some people, Democrats in the Senate dismiss this uh, as being nowhere uh, close. But again, I, I don't. Now's not the time to be complacent. If you if you're trying to fight these tax hikes, nine hundred billion in spending and one point six trillion in taxes. Uh, as Art Lafford taught us, if you tax something, you get less of it. They're, yep. they're going after these tax hikes, Kevin. These are um, taxes on production. They're taxes on large and small business. Yep. We already have supply side inflation because of. Uh, over-regulation, and especially the energy sector, yep. this will make the inflation worse. There's no question. These dollars are going to end up in higher prices and less investment in a time when, as we know from the tax uh, reform and cuts that, that you helped lead, uh, when we create the right incentives, businesses invested in their workers, in equipment, in technology, uh, all of that. Right now, we need supply-side solutions on inflation. One of them is to, to encourage people to invest more in that in those plants, equipment, technology, you know what I mean, that, that get us out of the supply chain mess, make us more productive. So what we really need is a supply side An- anecdote, uh, antidote, excuse me, to this inflation, especially as the Fed begins to get a little more serious uh, about the problem they were in denial about as well. I mean, <laughs> geez, I hate to say it, but why not make the Trump tax cuts permanent? Yeah. Why Why not roll back the energy regulations? Why not roll back all the business regulations and then have a domestic spending freeze? How about that? That that is that is what ways so ways <laughs> means Republicans basically said exactly that last week when we were challenged about how would you fight inflation? We we laid out exactly the agenda and solution you just talked about. And one of your other one pages here biden's global tax surrender i mean he wants various minimum taxes on overseas business income higher taxes and fewer jobs for americans windfall for foreign competitors i mean if they put this stupid thing through we will be less competitive we will be less competitive globally yeah there's no question about one it is an economic surrender to europe japan china there's no question about it secondly it neutralizes uh, all the key incentives we have in our tax code for investing, for research and development, all of that are neutralized. They basically caved and didn't protect the U.S. tax code. They also allow uh, foreign governments to take a big bite uh, out of the U.S. tax uh, base by basically allowing them to target American uh, companies for their revenue that they currently paid us. And the final point, my argument is, the biggest reason to vote against this, Democrat or Republican, is that this agreement cedes authority over our tax code to foreign countries and foreign accounting organizations. Mm. And so for tax writing committees like Ways and Means that are based in the Constitution, we're essentially giving up our constitutional authority to foreign governments. That makes no sense at all. That's a key point. That's a very yeah. key point. And, of course, they're not going to cut tax. No. They'll put higher taxes on us, but they're not going to do the same amount to their own companies. This is anti-American stuff, right? I mean, basically, this is anti-American technology firms, anti-American pharmaceutical firms, and the Bidens are going along with it. 
in, in pushing it, as Secretary Yellen obviously continues to push it. But uh, I, I will tell you, I, you bring back a, an agreement like that, I, I, I predict it dies. But we've got to stay on our toes on this, Larry, because there's still there's a last gasp here that uh, continues mm. to keep us on our toes. All right, Kevin, can I? I got to take a quick break. Come right back to you. There's a couple other things so, I want to do. So, Larry, I've got a favor to ask you. I've got to yeah. go uh, to the because the agenda. I'm going down to the floor of the convention oh. uh, to the stage. I apologize. We've got. To, Cut a little short today. All right, no problem. We got through most of it. We got through most okay. of it. Um, good luck at the convention. Kevin Brady, House Ways and Means Committee, uh, a great leader. We will talk some more. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, I've got a few more little tidbits to talk about on this tax and spend story. I'm Cudlow. We'll be right back. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.